MLM Nation, episode 121. So this may be a little too straightforward, but if you don't love what you're trying to sell, you might need to find something different to try to sell. Um, There's a lot of network marketing companies out there. And so find a product that you believe in and would use even if you didn't get a paycheck. And then go to town building a network marketing business with that one. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. I am fired up to bring a special guest today, Sarah Falk. Sarah, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready. Sarah Falk graduated from Baylor University with a bachelor's in bioinformatics, or whatever that is. But anyway, after having kids, she ended up being a stay-at-home mom who was always looking for part-time work, and that's when she discovered network marketing in April 2012. Sarah starts slowly, but in June of 2013, after reading The Four-Year Career by Richard Blissbroke, she started to take the business seriously. And within a short time frame, her business took off, and in a little over two years, her team has grown to over 13,700 people, and she was able to retire her husband. Sarah had three kids, ages 8, 5, and 2. She's also active in church missions and loves working with animals. She rides in show horses and is currently busy training a new Australian shepherd puppy. So, Sarah, the first question i got to ask you is, what the heck is bioinformatics? And second is, Please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Yeah, bioinformatics is a major that focuses on biology and computer science. So I was essentially a double major in both biology and computer science, and it had a special focus on the Human Genome Project. So I was being set up to be able to work in that field. Um, I learned later after college that you actually have to have a PhD to do anything with it. And I'm an extrovert. I like people and I wasn't happy in the lab. So after graduation, I learned it wasn't a good fit, unfortunately. Wow. So you spent four years and and then because extroverts don't normally don't like numbers and computers. Um, Doesn't sound very exciting to me. No, but I liked programming. I liked to be able to produce and make the computer do stuff, and it drew me in. And I've been very interested in veterinary science and medical school and all of those medically-minded things. So to be able to merge those two together sounded like a dream come true. So afterwards, you had your kids, you were a stay-at-home mom, you were looking for work-at-home opportunities. How did you come across network marketing? Right. Actually, I was not interested in network marketing. <laughs> and I came in through the back door. Um, I fell in love with our product because of some things that had happened in my family, really opened up a need for us to have it. So I started learning about it, researching it, and decided to take the jump and give it a try. And then I fell in love with it, and I found myself sharing it. And I was sharing it so much that a friend of mine told me that I needed to start teaching classes. And I resisted her for a long time. I was like, no, I don't want to teach. I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to sell them something because that's what I was worried about was that I would come across salesy and pushy and manipulative. And I didn't want to do that. And uh, so she encouraged me long enough to teach classes. And I thought, okay, I will just try one and see how it goes. So I jumped out there, put it up on Facebook, invited people to a class. My living room filled up with people. 
Um, I almost didn't want to tell them how they could enroll because I didn't want them to feel like I was pushing them into enrolling. <laughs> but at the end, I decided it would be stupid to not tell them. So I told them and almost everyone in the room, packed living room, almost everyone in the living room signed up. And my jaw was on the floor. I was like, wow, okay, that went really well. <laughs> Wow. So that was kind of my introduction to it. Yeah, so when you first started, uh, when you first started in April 2012, you were just a customer back then? This is way before you started doing classes, right? Way before I started doing classes. Well, I, we were getting ready to move because um, we were going to go into missions. And so I had about a month left in my town where all my friends were. And I was kind of the researcher of our group. I would learn about something new, and then I would share it with people, no matter what it was. It was just kind of what I did. And so I thought, man, I discovered this awesome new product that I love. I have to share it with my friends. So I had one class, per se, where I just invited my friends over and said, this is what I know. I've only had them for like two weeks, but this is what I know. And so some of them signed up um, that night and then I never did, I didn't do anything else with it for almost a year. Mm. So what got you start reading the four-year career? Because that was like the turning point, was that? Yes, that, that was part of the turning point. Another one of the turning points was that a friend of mine who had enrolled right before I did had gone ahead and started building her business and she was doing really well and she was very transparent with me about how much she was earning and it was just mind-boggling to me that my friend who we'd hung out at her house and done cookie exchanges and that kind of thing was earning that kind of an income sharing something that we loved so I was seeing that and then I read the four-year career and I just thought you know this is doable I think I can do this and in my mind, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling, about to have baby number three. I thought, you know what? Even if this takes me longer than four years, I think I still will have built something. And so I decided in my heart that I wanted to go for it and see what would happen. So uh, can you share a little bit about these format, these classes? These are basically like home meetings. Is that what they are? People come to your home and just, uh, what do you do? You teach them? Will you play a DVD or what do you do? Yeah, I teach them. I'm off of notes. We've developed, there's various sets of notes out there um, because we want to make it easy to duplicate so that a new person who has just gotten in the business can just read the notes. That's what I did my first couple of times. I literally just read the notes and then passed around our product so people could try it. I see. So there's no video playing. You're just reading notes and basically passing out product and sampling it. Yes. Some people in our company use a video. Uh, we haven't developed one that we're happy with yet. So we're um, doing it using the notes. Well, you know, if we, it seems like you've had tremendous success. You don't need the video. You just stick with what <laughs> works, right? Yes. Yes. And then you don't have to mess with equipment. Um, it doesn't matter how big the TV is or how it's hooked up. I have, I'm live and I'm ready to go. Mm. And ML Nation, the book that... Sarah talked about the four-year career is one of the most recommended books on ML Nation. If you listened uh, for other episodes, and it's by Richard Bliss Brook, who was on ML Nation episode 22 as well. The guy who wrote the book and also uh, has done so much for the ML profession. Definitely want to check that out and check out the book Four-Year Career as well. Now, uh, Sarah, you've had a lot of success in a very short amount of time. But I want to know what is one of your worst moments in the business where most people have quit, but... Somehow you hung in there, and because of that, you learned some valuable lessons, and you are where you are today. I think I, I can't pin it down to one moment, um, but I would say that in the very beginning, it's funny because it all grew so fast that it all feels like really rapid growth. 
<laughs> but I hit some early ranks very early. And then it took me a year to then build to the next rank. And that was kind of a frustrating time period for me because I really wanted to hurry up and hit that next rank. <laughs> and um, so it really became drilling it back down to the basics again of, okay, this is, I'm doing my classes. I'm looking for leaders. I'm developing people, like really getting my nuts and bolts down of my business and of what I do. So it was a great growth point for me, and I had to look and find different success measures outside of just hitting a new rank. There are so many more important things than the title of a rank, and I'm, so it was a good heart thing for me to be able to get over that, at least partially get over that. I'm wrestling with it a little bit again, but I'm trying to get all the way over it and, uh, and focus on what's really important. So I think a lot of distributors have been there that stuck at the rank, and I think you did a great thing. You focused on other success measures. So what are some of the other things that you focused on, like kind of like milestones or maybe that you, that you can share? Yeah, well, I focused on with our product, um, with the product itself, we have an amazing opportunity to really change people's lives. And so I took such joy out of hearing stories from people that were having issues in their lives. They started using our product and now they've seen success and wholeness coming into their family. I love that. I cannot get enough of those kinds of stories. So that's huge. Um, and then seeing builders come into our business that either I've enrolled or somebody else has enrolled, that I can come alongside them and help them and mentor them and then see them reach success. Like that's so fulfilling. I remember dancing around in my kitchen, you know, when various ones of my builders will hit new ranks themselves. It's awesome. Now, you had a lot of success when you first started, like going back, getting back to your classes. A lot of people showed up. They all signed up. Why do you think – and, and, uh, and the, the truth is most distributors – don't have the type of success you did, right? So what's the difference? Why did you have that success while other, a lot of distributors are, who are listening right now are struggling and wish they had what you had? Well, I think it's a combination of things. Um, one, I give all of the glory to God. I feel like this was something that he led us into and that he had for us, and which doesn't mean that if it's hard on the front end, it's not of God right? Like there's a lot of different ways that God works. But for us, it was just the, the grace of God on us. We needed income very quickly um, because we were in ministry and we were in a kind of ministry where you raise support, you don't get a paycheck. And we had tried to raise support. We'd gotten coaching, done everything we're supposed to do. And we were bringing in about $600 a month for a family of five, you don't live very long on that, on that. And we were also working part-time, but that job was going away. And so we needed some breakthrough. And so I was very, very motivated to build very quickly. So really, as soon as my third baby was born, I started teaching classes. And I was teaching classes about once a week, if not more than that. I had one uh, time when I took a trip through Texas, because that's where we were from and where all of my contacts were. And I taught seven classes in like 10 or 11 days. And that was a huge jump start for me. Uh, part of the missing link, I think, sometimes is bouncing back when you get knocked down. Um, some people get discouraged really easily. Um, one person will say no and they throw their hands up and they're like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And when somebody would say no to me, I would just hear it as a, okay, they're not ready for it right now. All right. I'll go on to the next person, no hard feelings at all, and I'm here if and when you're ready. And I would just keep on going like that. And then I was just really consistent in sharing with people and not being ashamed of my product. Um, 
because I love it. And I would share it with people even if there was no business aspect to it at all uh, because it's great. And so therefore, I'm fully confident in saying to somebody, yes, you should invest your money in this product because it's awesome. So that helps a lot too. What are some things, I mean, you've had uh, great benefits, right? Great experience with the product. So you're very passionate about it. But maybe a listener right now, they don't have that same passion. What would you recommend for them to do? How can they build that belief in the product? Mm -hmm. I would say use it. Use it, use it, use it, use it. Try different products in your company's product line. In order to be genuine in this business, you've got to love what you're selling. Because if you don't, people are going to sense that. And... So this may be a little too straightforward, but if you don't love what you're trying to sell, you might need to find something different to try to sell. Um, there's a lot of network marketing companies out there. And so find a product that you believe in and would use even if you didn't get a paycheck. And then go to town building a network marketing business with that one. Good advice, Steph. Thank you for sharing that. Now, let's uh, take another story. Your journey, we had a major aha moment, kind of like a light bulb went off. And that's when your team, I mean, it's grown to 13,000 people. So after this light bulb moment, your team really, really grew and exploded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was really impacted by listening to Adam Green talk about duplication. Uh, because I had this sense inside. I was like, I know this can only grow so far if everybody's dependent on me. I'm one person. But I've also had this idea of I, as much as I love network marketing, right? I don't want to have to do this 40 hours a week or whatever. I'm not working 40 hours a week, but I don't want it to be my full-time job forever and ever. Like I want to be able to use that residual income. We want to be able to go overseas and do ministry. Like we have a lot of stuff we want to do that would require us to not be plugged into people all the time, right? So I want to be able to equip my leaders so they don't need me so that I can work myself out of a job. And so I really looked at it with that kind of a focus. Like I'm going to put a lot of time and energy into it right now and build up my leaders and help them learn how to build up leaders. So I'm not only teaching them how to do the business, I'm teaching them how to teach people how to do the business. So that's really good. Now, how do you teach? It's basically teaching how to teach, right? So yes. what would you do? Like, for example, if I'm your downline. How would you teach me how to teach? Okay, so one example, when it comes to in-home classes, say, um, I will go to their house or a coffee shop, wherever we're going to have it, and I will teach the first class for them. And then, I, then for the next class, I will say, hey, look at the notes and pick out a section that you want to teach. And then I'll teach part of it, and then you teach this other part of it. And this depends on the person. Some people are like, I can do it. Let me have it. You know, I'm like, okay, great. Go for it. But, you know, if I have to help them along a little more. So then we'll go and I'll teach part and they'll teach part. And then for the next class, I'll say, okay, you've got it. You teach the class. I'm going to be there for moral support. So if people have questions that you don't know how to answer, then I'm there. And they're like, okay, all right. And so then they go for it. And then pretty soon they're teaching classes on their own. And I've given them a really specific, simple way to help them teach other people how to be able to teach classes. Hmm. Really good. Now, uh, let's shift gears a little bit about your interest. Uh, you love animals, which I think is really, really cool. You're very active in your church, and you have three kids. So how do you balance your time? What, what's your typical day like in terms of getting everything and still build a very successful business? Yeah, I will say that it is still in flux. <laughs> um, when, when we were, my husband is home now, 
And so that helps a whole lot um, with just the level that that we've achieved and trying to balance the homeschooling. Uh, When we were still in Kansas City and he was doing the ministry full time, um, I was looking for a couple of other options. The kids would go to like a church school for two or three mornings a week. And so I would have some time in the mornings. Um, But right now we really just switch off. So I'll homeschool in the morning and then the afternoon he's got the kids and I can pull away and do some work for a few hours. But we're still learning. Good. <laughs> so, it's all about, so it's really about planning in advance, planning things and thinking in advance. Oh, for sure. Yes. And stealing the moment. Like, okay, the kids are down for a nap. I've got an hour. <laughs> I'm going to disappear and try to get some work done. Right. You have like the, you know, it's like uh, when you have that urgency, especially with kids, it really get things going, right? It's like the night before, one hour before the exam, you're studying really hard. You're not procrastinating. You know, when the kids are only sleeping, napping for one hour, you only got that one hour. You all of a sudden, I'm sure you find yourself in super productive mode. Yes, yes. And I keep ongoing lists, I'm both on my phone and on my computer, so that when I sit down, I can look at my list and I know exactly what I need to do and what priority order I have to do it in. Mm, very, very good. Now, let's share another story. Take us to the moment... Uh, that you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? Hmm. Honestly, it has been when my leaders have ranked up and I've seen them succeeding and doing things on their own and teaching classes and enrolling people and being really excited. Like when they win, that's a huge win for me. Yes, nothing beats the feeling of helping others. Yeah. Now, what's the one thing that excites you most about your business now? And especially, I would say, the network marketing profession. What excites you the most? Oh, there's two things. Uh, One is the freedom that it gives us. Uh, Before we were in ministry, my husband was in a, like, 60-hour-a-week job that paid okay, but not really all that well. And he hated it, absolutely hated it. And he was, like, the most beat-up guy. He would come home just beat up. And I was always praying like, Lord, please, we need something to change. He needs a way out of this. And so then when we were in ministry and then are bringing in $600 a month, right? He was really looking at going back into it. And we were going to do that, you know, because he's like, I have to feed my family. That's my responsibility. And but we were praying We're like, Lord, bring us another way. Whatever it looks like, bring us another way. And so it's been amazing since December He's been home with us, and now he's volunteering at a ranch nearby where we live that does homeless ministry, and then they do aquaponics, which is like a sustainable farming method, and anyway, stuff he loves. So he's freed up to be able to put his hands to things that he's passionate about, and he gets to spend time with us. He loves his family. He's the best dad, and now he's home and with us instead of stuck in an office somewhere for 60 hours a week. Yeah, that's so awesome. And did you have network marketing experience before, or was this your first time? I had tried a little bit, uh, but the company that I had tried it with, because we had some friends that were successful, and I thought, oh, I could see my husband doing this, right? Oh, my gosh, it doesn't work. (laughs) So I kind of tried to do it first, but it was all very cold calling based, and I just can't do it. Like, I would almost literally have panic attacks when I would have to do cold calling, and so I didn't last very long. (laughs) (laughs) So the company I'm in now is a much better fit for me. Um, And then the second thing that I love, the freedom is one thing I'm really excited about. And the second is the opportunity to be able to give generously and to be able to sow into people's lives in a way that we could never do that before. 
and to really like I feel like God is bringing the success that he's bringing into our lives um, a lot because we need to steward it and then be able to give it away into the things that he's doing in the earth and and he's doing it through people so yeah we're excited mm. for that opportunity very very inspiring and uh, ML Nation I just wanted to add a note there um, Sarah talked about Adam Green taught her about you know Sarah heard of training that Adam Green did about duplication and Adam Green is, was a, is one of the top awesome leaders only like 24, 25 years old, seven-figure earner, making things happen. And he's been on ML Nation too. So if you haven't, definitely go check out his show. It was episode 71 with Adam Green. Um, Adam is just awesome. He's got a book too, like uh, 25 to Life, that everyone should definitely, that we're marking, should definitely read. Anyway, moving on. Towards the end of the show, Sarah, uh, some really quick questions to pick your brain, okay? Okay. And one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? That motivates me. Uh, well, I really like um, Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. Um, and it talks about, let not the wise boast of their strength or the rich boast of their riches, but let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know God. And that just really motivates me because as I grow in my business, it's like I am not uh, being proud of what I've done or proud of what I've achieved, but I am, but I give glory to the Lord. And so that gives me a great place to be able to build and to be able to be comfortable in success, if that makes sense. Definitely. Praise God and thank you for that. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Listening to people. Like actually listening to them when you're in a conversation with them and you're thinking, oh, I really want to share about my product or the business opportunity. Actually listening to what they're saying and not just be prepping in your head what you're going to say. Because then they act, they feel heard, they feel cared about, and then you know exactly how to serve them with your product or your business opportunity. What is the best piece of advice you ever received? Uh, telling me to just teach classes and repeat. Keep it simple. Do the basic things of network marketing and repeat and repeat and repeat. That's awesome. Yes, keep it simple, but do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over, over again, right? You never stop. That's really yes. good. I think a lot of times people just try to, when things don't work out once or twice, we tend to exaggerate it and then we think, what's wrong? But if you just stick to what you're doing, eventually you'll get it. Yes. As long as you know that it's good and it's workable. Right. Because you can repeat things that are the wrong thing to do. But so put yourself in an attitude of learning and talk with your upline and say, hey, am I doing this the right way? And if they're let them coach you and when they're like, yes, you're doing great. Just keep going. Then just keep going. Good stuff. Now, what's your favorite prospecting tool? I think I know the answer to this, uh, but I just want to hear from you. Like if someone's interested uh, what do you use? Do you just give out samples? you just invite them to the class? Or do you give them a newsletter or a magazine in advance? Or do you even send them an online video to look at before they attend your class? What do you use? Yeah, I have a variety of things depending on the person and the circumstance. Um, I have little samples that I can give out. I have some starter guides that I can give. They're just um, little booklets that have a little information. Um, I also kind of have a, a fairly new, bit unusual tool uh, that's called a Lucy bag. Have you heard of these yet? No. You what seen is it? Them? Okay. No. What is it? So it's a, it's not something you would want to carry around, but the girls can go for it. <laughs> okay. 
And it's essentially a bigger sized purse that has display pouches on the outside that zipper. And so in them, I have put my product and I put my little brochures in there. And so it works fabulously for me in a number of ways. Um, one is because people initiate conversation with me. I'm at a co-op or I'm at the store and they're like, oh, look at your product. Can I see that? And you just get to talk with them. I know one girl that signed up three people on an airplane trip uh, because they saw her bag and what was in her bag. So I love that for conversation starters. It also means that I always have my sample and my business cards and that kind of thing, easy to grab. Um, I'm a mom, right? And it's easy for stuff to get buried in my purse under diapers and wipes and all that kind of thing or left at home entirely. So I know it's always in my bag. It's ready to go. And it's just easy for me to grab it and run with it. Do you have a favorite online resource like an Evernote or Dropbox or do you have a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Favorite app on my phone that I could recommend? Not at this point. I haven't really developed anything outside of my blog um, to be able to share yet um, outside of my team, my team resources. Okay. Um, what about your blog? Any online tools to recommend? Um, my, my blog is more educational where it, um, as far as my product goes and healthy living and that sort of thing. And people are totally welcome to come and check that out. And my Facebook page as well. My blog is called Renaissance Mama. And then when you subscribe to it, I have a free downloadable printable um, that will help people like get chemicals out of their homes. Fantastic. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Oh, The Four-Year Career, hands down. Hands down. Read it. Read it over and over again because it will also it'll help you and it'll help you explain network marketing to people that are interested. Because even though I had dabbled in network marketing a little bit before I jumped in, to my current company, um, I didn't really understand it. And I had a lot of aha moments when I was reading that book. And it's a short, quick read. I read it in a couple hours. And ML Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get amazing free audiobook at mlmnationbook.com. That is mlmnationbook.com. Now, Sarah, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation... I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar, where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, Overcome the objections and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad, my kids, and also, have the time to give back and produce these ML Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing. And you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So, so here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects 
and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome their objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So you can so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your husband. You didn't even know your kids. You didn't know your family. You didn't know anyone. But yet all your current non-skills and wisdom that you've developed over the years. So you're kind of like an alien went to another planet, but they, and they spoke English. <laughs> now, I know you say you're an extrovert. So what's the first thing you do or the first place you will go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Yep. I engage in life with people. It's funny because we just moved to a new town. So I have my family with me. But other than that, I don't know anybody. So we are kind of starting over. Um, and I'm just trying to engage people. We're joining thing, different groups with the kids. Um, and I'm building relationships through those things and just getting to know people and then sharing our product as things come up. You know, we were at the park the other day and something happened. And so there was an opportunity and I said, Hey, can I help with this? And they were like, yes, please. And so then it's, it's a perfect opportunity to be able to share. And then I also, I'm going to do a vendor event um, in a couple of weeks and have a table set up there to be able to share and meet people in my community. And then I also keep my ears and eyes open for different groups that I can share with. Uh, maybe host a class at my church or something like that. Um, just as I meet people um, and having my eyes open for those sorts of opportunities. And, and then again, not being afraid to share, but just going for it uh, because I have something of value to offer people. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can contact and contact you and connect with you? Yeah, my best word of advice would be to say to keep it about the other people. Um, think about serving them. Think about what they need. Um, and that will go a long way to helping you build your business and achieve your dreams. Um, you can contact me through a couple of different ways. My blog is Renaissance Mama. So that's renaissancemama.com. And I have a contact me button on there. So you can click that, send me an email. I mean, also find me on Facebook through my Renaissance Mama page. And those would be the simplest ways. 
ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Sarah Falk. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at the search bar in the show notes. And all the great info that Sarah talked about will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Sarah, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks again, Sarah, and God bless you. Thank you for having me. ML Nation, a quick recap and review for Sarah Falk. What an awesome show. Sarah Falk, stay-at-home mom, very inspiring. Very quick success, too. You know, she got started... Uh, April 2012, but really didn't get going until after she read The Four-Year Career by Richard Bliss Brook. By the way, it's one of the most recommended books. Definitely go check it out, Four-Year Career by Richard Bliss Brook. And also check out the interview by uh, Richard Brook. Really good. Um, actually, that has been one of my favorite ones. Okay, so definitely check that out. I think Richard Brook was episode 22, I believe. And yes, it was, Richard 22. And also check out Adam Green, episode 71 as well. You know, Sarah gave great nuggets of wisdom. Make sure you connect with her. Super leader. A very down-to-earth, humble lady, too. I really like her a lot. Go to um, mlnation.net. Type in Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, and, or Falk, her last name, F-A-L-K. And the show notes page, your contact info will be right there. You know, you can actually learn a lot about the stuff she do- does, about her live classes. She talks some they're basically home meetings, but she calls them classes, right? Teaching classes and educating people. They're very product-driven. Uh, she's got a loyal follower products. And a lot of times, you know, you can sell the sizzle, the hype, but what keeps a good long-term business, with especially the residual, is product focus. And Sarah talked about the belief in the product. And she really was very straight to the point. Unless you really believe in a product, and would ask yourself, would you use that product if you weren't in the business? And if the answer is no, then the business really is based on hype. It's based on the you know, it's kind of, kind of like a deck of cards. How solid is your business? And she actually, you know, do something. Try out the different products. Find some product in your company that you really believe in. Because the belief in products is really important. Because if you're not, you're always going to feel that you are not being 100% sincere about about what your, what your business is about, right? The business and the product side. And... Um, uh, and it's not going to last, right? Lord, if you look at all the long-term stable businesses, people who have been seven-figure earners, who have been over 20, 30 years, been, they always had a product that they believed in as a good product that people actually consume. So go out there, build your product belief up. Attend events, that's one way to do it. Use the product, use, use it, learn more about it. That's very, very important. It's one of the four fountains of belief. The other three being belief in the industry, believe in the company, and believe in yourself. Uh, and believe in the products is one of them, very important. Other thing is, you know, Sarah was stuck at a rank. And I know a lot of you, and I've been there before, stuck at a rank, whether it's the beginner rank or somewhere in the middle rank, you're stuck somewhere, right? So don't just chase after the rank, because sometimes, you know, the ranks for different companies, they're not the same amount of difficulty. Like your first, most companies, the first one, two, three, four ranks are a lot easier than like a, kind of like a milestone rank. This kind of like a level two rank, or boom, you kind of like made it. It was maybe like, if you hit that rank, you become a full-time. You're earning 50000 a year or something, or 30000 a year. Whatever that rank is, normally it's a lot harder than the first two ranks in the business. They get, you know, they get like infinitely harder, kind of exponentially kind of many ways, harder and harder, right? But so don't just lose, you know, lose hope or get frustrated. Instead, go for short goals or what she calls like, you know, different success measures. One way could be different income, right? Just, hey, if I can hit a consistent income, that's a win, 
right? And eventually, if you hit the consistent income over and over again, the rank will happen. Or maybe you increase the income a little bit. So if you're earning 100 a week, hey, maybe hit 150 a week, right? Or you're monthly, you know, if you're doing 400 a month, can you do 500 a month? Can you do 500 a month for two months in a row? Then increase to 600. You focus on different measures. Another measure, what Sarah did, is focusing on how many people she's helped. Maybe you want to help people who can earn 100 a month. How many people? Stop. Normally, the best way to out if you're stuck is focus yourself on others. Help your team achieve what they want, and ultimately, you achieve everything you want. And I mean, that's the famous quote by Zig Ziglar, right? If you help enough people get what they want in life, you get everything you want in life. So, Focusing on different measures, Sarah focused on her team, helping her team, helping more and more people, and ultimately she got to the next rank. And but don't just focus on the rank itself, your rank. Focusing others, other success measures, and another success measure could be amount of customers you have. If your customers are increasing. Is your retention increasing? Right. If you focus on those small things, ultimately the rank will happen. And a lot of times those small little goals and milestones are way easier. And you know this business is like a mental game. It keeps you fired up, keeps you feeling good. And you know if you feel good. You do better, right? Last thing is um, the teaching others how to teach. That's ultimately this business is really about helping others. That was my turning point. You know, I, uh, when I got started, I sponsored a lot of people. One year, I sponsored eighty people, but no, my retention was very bad. A lot of attrition. But when I learned this was a teaching business, and that really laid the foundation. Back then, I never thought I'd be doing. You know, training or coach. I never thought about that. But and I was like the worst teacher. But I really said, hey, you know, I could sponsor people, but I couldn't teach. And that's actually led me to whole self-development, learning, taking courses on how to be a better coach, better teacher. But this business is really about teaching, teaching how to teach. So if I sponsored you, how can I teach you to teach the other person? And um, that's what this business is about. That's what creates the residual income. And the last tip that Sarah shared really good was keeping it simple. Just doing the same thing over and over and over again, right? Make sure if it's working, just do it over and over again. Don't be frustrated if you're stuck by rank. Don't be frustrated if the business drops a little bit because it happens. You know, as long as there's business comes in cycles. You may not always be increasing. You may have little dips, but keep doing, keep staying the race, keep having that consistency, and ultimately you get where you go. So super awesome show. Make sure you go to mlnation.net, put in Sarah again, search bar, connect with her, and please, if you like these shows, leave a review on iTunes. They're extremely important, okay? I know the Facebook reviews are good, but iTunes is way more important. Um, It helps us in terms of rankings, it's really important. Please do that as a favor. If you don't use Apple, uh, leave a review on Stitcher. And finally, you know, this business is about giving, helping others. If you like this, share with your team, share with your uplines, share with your downlines. That's the best compliment you can give me. And, and let me know that I'm making a difference here. And because it does take a lot of time and, you know, for not just me, but also these leaders who are busy sacrificing, like Sarah, she's a mom with three kids, taking her personal time to really share. And that's what I love about these leaders. All leaders are givers. And network marketing, that's one of my beliefs, why I love it so much, why I am allowed and proud to be a network marketer, is givers. They're giving, giving, giving back. Network marketing allows us to be better givers. So thank you, ML Nation, for listening. Go out there and make it happen. Great lessons from Sarah. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.